You're listening to Journaling with PT. I'm your host, artist PT Russell. This is a podcast that highlights creative voices and emerging artists from all over the world. Please enjoy my conversation with pro wrestler Corey. to the podcast, Mr. Corey Castle. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Yeah. I know you must be like blindfolded or something right now, right? Uh, well, it's funny <laughs> you should say that. Um, <laughs> I was, um, I, you know, I'm, I'm used to, I'm used to a video podcast, like for sure. <laughs> it, it, it's, it's, it's interesting to, to do audio only, but uh <laughs> What when you say I'm blindfolded, it's funny because like my eyesight is really bad. Oh, and, uh, and as I was going, to, I was going to put my contacts in because uh, I didn't want to wear my glasses on camera. And then I was like, "Oh yeah, this is audio only, so right. I don't have to put my contacts." In. Yeah, you could do whatever you want. You could be sitting up there in the buff, and it doesn't matter. <laughs> that, uh, yeah, all that. Yeah. <laughs> I could. Yeah, so I I was concerned about that because I know you have a certain format you you've gotten accustomed to, and this is a little off the beaten path. But well, I mean, um, I started in the beginning mm-hmm. uh, with podcasting, doing audio only. Um, mm-hmm. When when I first started out, I was doing I was doing um, almost like a it was my show in the beginning was almost like a radio like a radio show because it was mm-hmm. at at a internet radio station. So I would be on the air, like on the on the uh, internet radio, mm-hmm. on uh, on a local a local uh, channel, right? Where I'd be playing music and talking to people. And uh, what did was, you play? What kind of music did you play? I would just play anything that I felt would be, uh, you know, kind of uh, along the theme of evolving. So right. I would play. I would play. Uh, Satsang, uh, Nako, Tubby Love, stuff just like mellow, sort mm-hmm. of like, um, I, you know, the the word woke is definitely misused these days. Oh, yeah, I agree. But it was, it was definitely some like spiritually woke music mm-hmm. that I would be playing. Yeah, so this is like a, a trip back, back in yes, the future, yes, back in the past. Exactly. You got uh, this little uh, invisible DeLorean and we're headed somewhere else. <laughs> Just yes. for a little trip. You'll be back to business in no time, right? Sure. Yeah. Yes. I think, I think I'm recording a new, a new episode of my podcast later today. Right. There you go. Do you record every day? Just curious. Uh, not every single day, but hmm. uh, as often as possible. Okay. Like as many as many times I can set up, you know, set up guests. If I have a guest that I can set up a time to record with, I'll try to get one in almost like, you know, probably like two or three days a week. Wow. That's a lot. How do you keep up with all of that? Yeah, it's it's tough, man. I mean, <laughs> I, it's because, you know, 
recording my show is like maybe my favorite thing I do. Like I do, I do work. I do work a few jobs. So like mm-hmm. I, I, I just kind of pick what's pick what's my favorite thing and try to do as much of it as I can. You know, I don't blame you. And would you tell our listeners a little bit about the evolving with Corey Castle? podcast yeah sure yeah um i i have um i have been doing my podcast evolving with Corey castle which is me i'm Corey castle i'm a i'm also a, a professional wrestler and uh a comedian mm-hmm. and an actor based out of philadelphia my mm-hmm. my podcast has been around started in 2017 I mean, it's still, you know, getting that humble climb going on. You know, it's slow, slow and steady wins the race, sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, the 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 key is to not become impatient. With uh, I think it's 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 tough to think about um, when it comes to when it comes to you know, people, people have hesitation with starting new podcasts and they normally say like, Oh, there's so many podcasts out there. Yeah. yeah, I thought the same thing. That that must be true. But at the same time, I think, wonder how many of those podcasts only have like 10 episodes or less Mm -hmm. because people put a a show out and expect it to be an instant hit, Mm -hmm. you know, and then it isn't. And then they give up on it. So I think, uh, I think the, the the key is consistency. So I, regardless of what size the audience is, I'm gonna be making this show no matter what because it's purpose. It's its purpose and its intention is more to be helpful to me and yeah. have it be me staying consistent with me doing something well because when it comes to the legacy that I'm making for myself and me having almost like an on the record version of mm-hmm. who I actually am. So, you know, when, I, when I'm not around anymore, or if I'm not in, in, in somebody's life anymore, they can maybe go back and listen to a whole bunch of episodes that are actually me, that are me talking like me. And I'll never be forgotten, you know? Oh, you will never be forgotten. <laughs> oh, yeah. It caused me to get emotional so early. <laughs> <laughs> What's up with you? <laughs> you rock, man. I, because, I, I, hey, I'm, I'm a new podcaster, and I, uh, you're just speaking, you're speaking to the choir right now because I'm like, okay, this is, it's tough because it's hard work, and a lot of people don't realize how much work goes in the back end, right? And right. I am very new. I'm like 15 episodes new. So that is pretty darn new. Uh, and, and and I see why people, they call it pod fade. I think that's what it's called. Uh, that, oh, I never heard that. I've never yeah, heard that yeah. phrase. But the, that, I mean, yeah. that makes way more sense than anything. Yeah, it's pod fade that they have, like like you said, they, they get to like the eighth episode and it's like, okay, I'm out of content or I, I'm not feeling it. It's just too much and they're gone. Right. Like I was, I was chatting with the, I was chatting with a boy the other day, and he was talking about starting a podcast, and uh, and he, and he said, 
And he said, I'm afraid to do it because I'm afraid it's just going to flop. And I'm like, hey, anything you do will flop if you never start it. You know, right. it will it will be considered a, a flop if you never get started with anything. And uh, I mean, if if you think like a podcast not getting one zillion downloads in the first week is going to be a flop, then yeah, of course it's going to flop. Mm. You got to build it. Yeah, that that is very true. And how many episodes do you have? I mean, you must uh, have amassed a lot. I just recorded three three hundred and twenty. My my three hundred and twentieth episode uh, just came out. Uh, well, it just came out on YouTube. But mm. the fun thing is, here's the here's the here's a a, a very a really inside thing. Um, mm-hmm. My my podcast evolving with Corey Castle. You can get it on YouTube earlier than you can get it on the podcasting apps. So before it comes out on Spotify and before it comes out on Apple Podcasts, it normally comes out on YouTube first. Well, I didn't know that. So if you follow me on YouTube, you'll get early access to episodes. So follow him on YouTube. <laughs> at, at Corey Castle on YouTube. C-O-R-Y. No E in Corey. C-O-R-Y. K A S T L E, and uh, that's that's my YouTube channel. And uh, I'm following you on on, on uh, Spotify. I thought that was the, the where all the goodies were. Well, I mean, the videos are on there, but I'm saying like if if it was on, mm-hmm. if, if interested in checking out episodes earlier than what you'd get them on Spotify, mm. you, if you follow on YouTube, you'll uh, you'll you'll get them a little bit earlier. Yeah, that's great. And congratulations. 320 episodes. Oh, my goodness. I'm so far from that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, it it may seem that way now, but when you're 320 episodes in, you'll be like, okay, it's it's just a a matter of it's a matter of creating timestamps in life, you know, like true, true. Like I could go I could maybe go back and listen to my like my 130th episode and and then kind of listen for only a couple minutes and be like, oh, man, I remember what exactly I was going through at that time. This is the moment where I was in between these jobs and that job and between like I was in this relationship and I had this going on. And and man, the biggest problem I had was this. And I talk right. about it on the show. There's never a moment where I'm not fully vulnerable with act about what's actually going on in my current life so yes uh you know it's you're very true to that the evolving part for sure thanks yeah the name of your you're very consistent with that and and because i think a lot i'm not saying you can't get off topic sometimes but i think you're very consistent in in what you've presented and i had a i I always have a good time listening in it's (laughs) Always funny, of course. And some of your guests are very animated, I must say. And yeah, very interesting. <laughs> yeah, I, I just really, for the most part, um, I don't I, I don't like to, I like to say that there isn't a theme of the, I mean, I get that there's a theme, but I, when I do go off topic, it's because there really isn't a topic. Like it doesn't have to stick to one thing. It, right it's it's the the entire the entire topic or the entire episode the whole gimmick is that it's ever evolving so the show isn't exactly 
you know, fitting into a certain, a certain genre or niche. So right. there's definitely, there's definitely flexibility for it to be one thing or the other, depending on what, you know, what the mood it feels like. Yeah. Well, that's perfect. I think you, you do an excellent job and you have great guests yeah. and that is a particular guest when he comes on, I always listen. I can't, I think his name is Marconi, if I'm pronouncing it. Correctly. Lou, Lou Marconi. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. He's been, he's been on evolving uh, maybe, maybe three times, but w together uh, Lou and I host our a separate podcast called uh, the Sunday stew pod. And uh, uh, you'll, you might be, you might see that pretty often on my Instagram feed because he tags me in, in all the posts, but uh, mm -hmm. our, our show, the Sunday stew pot that, that comes on, that only comes on rumble, which is a, which mm -hmm. is like a, a whole other uh, streaming platform. It's like an alternative to YouTube, except for they're, mm -hmm. they don't have like, um, they don't have restrictions on things that you can talk about. Right. Like, like YouTube could censor you. and everything. Yeah, yeah. Right. So it's rumbles a little rumbles, a little uh, more uncensored than YouTube. So all, wow, like, that's only, pretty rough then. <laughs> you can only find full episodes of the Sunday stew pot on rumble. But, uh, you know, there, there's some also some really good shows on Rumble. So, I mean, if you're on the fence about downloading Rumble, maybe uh, maybe look on YouTube and see like clips because you'll be able to find clips, but you won't be able to find any uh, full episodes of any other show that's on Rumble. But like Russell Brand has a show on Rumble. Um, Steven Crowder has a show on Rumble. Tucker Carlson. Uh rfk jr like they there's a lot of Good people stuff. there's a lot of people who who speak on there who maybe have been silenced by youtube or any other networks that they were kind of on so it's yeah, it's so. real neat i mean if so if i want to go off on a tangent it's a perfect place to go oh yeah yeah if you have <laughs> if you have stuff that you're afraid that youtube or uh spotify <laughs> might might come at you for for like hey man you can't talk like that Mm -hmm. Rumble, Rumble won't do that to you. All right. Well, well, for the listeners, they could check it out and see what it's like. I peeped around in there and I was completely lost. <laughs> uh, I, it's a lot of stuff coming at you. I was like, this is a whole community. This is a whole, uh, yeah. It's, it's so it's so busy, so much going on. Uh, everything that you can think of, like you said, on YouTube is on there. But it's right. just uh, yeah. So it's a little overwhelming. I may peep back in. Do you have allergies, Corey? Yeah, well, uh, I my nose is kind of my nose is kind of runny today. Oh, uh, sorry to hear that. Woke up, woke up, and uh, woke up and was a little stuffy. But uh, mm. my my girlfriend has a hundred and one fever right now. Oh, jeez. So, so maybe maybe I maybe I caught a little bit of it. Yeah, you. It sounds like you caught something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But you'll be okay. So I, we appreciate I appreciate you for and we appreciate you for coming on with despite that. Yeah, that totally. is great. Yeah, that's great. PT, you're you're in Canada, right? I am. Yeah, I am. Yeah. It's, when was the last time you were here? Were you here before? I've never been to Canada. No, I, oh. I've. Uh, I feel like 
I feel like uh, it would be a good place for me to to be at. Like a good, it feels like real kind. <laughs> which yeah, is yeah, I think so. I I'm think lacking so. in Philadelphia. It's really the it's opposite of kind. Really? Yeah, the people. It's people, supposed to be the city of brotherly love. What happened to that? Well, that's that's what they say. But you know, it's funny. <laughs> Uh, most of my friends who are guys who have brothers don't like their brothers. Wow. So, so there's not, it's not really, I mean, it's called the city of brotherly love, but I don't really think that uh, people take it very literally. Hmm. So you don't see, yeah, well here, I mean, everywhere, I think in every country, there are like these communities and cliques. Right. And I'm sure that there is, you would definitely find a space here that you would be, you know, kind of comfortable in maneuvering around in. I, I've, but, had, uh, I've had yeah. a few Canadians on my podcast. Mm -hmm. One of my favorite guests that I had on was uh, this Canadian filmmaker named Kurt Spenrath. Mm. And uh, he, I had him, I had him on a few times. I had him on once on a, just an audio only podcast. Back in the day when I wasn't doing when I wasn't doing video, but I had one a couple months ago with him where mm. he he was he made a joke and I made a clip out of it. I put it on my Instagram, but he he said um, <laughs> he talked about <laughs> he talked about uh, non wrestling fans and how mm. they like maligned the art form of pro wrestling. And he's oh. like, people don't do that with ballet they're like these exactly. idiots actually think that chick thinks she's a swan <laughs> <laughs> oh wow it's, it's so funny yeah what did he produce can you name him of his uh, film he, films he, um, he does he did uh he does tv mm. um, but okay. i don't know any names of titles oh. i know no he works for like a pretty pretty major network yeah, I'm sure you get a lot of uh, uh, wrestling questions, right? Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's it's, it's yeah because I have yeah I yes exactly because it's uh, I have a few questions from people who heard you're going to be on the podcast and they oh. <laughs> and they sent them along. So nice. well, I'm I'm here for it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I have my own curiosities. Sure, because I've been a fan of wrestling, you know, and many of the listeners would have been fans of wrestling and uh, i mean you have to understand that the culture i'm from uh originally in the bahamas wrestling okay. is basically a part <laughs> no lie <laughs> of the bohemian iconography it is cool. yeah we they had matches my brother and i my brother alexander we went to so many uh, yeah he really really loved it um and it's one of the things i guess i miss that they had these, um, they would fly in and all of these different wrestlers would come. I think it was like Kevin Sullivan and back in the day. And uh, his favorite was like Rick Rude. Just right. to tell you how, yeah, I'm, I'm aging myself here, but that's fine. <laughs> Rock and Roll Express, Sting, of course. Right. Sting with the blonde hair, not the crow look. And so WC, so that was, WCW, I, brother. <laughs> Yes, yeah. it's just on and on. And uh, one of my mother's favorites, Lex Luger. Uh, yeah, so it's like in the family, it's something that 
it was always available and mm-hmm. it was always an event and, and a family event. So I have good memories. Nice. Uh, and, and most love to you. I think, mo- yeah, most Bahamians have good memories around the, the wrestling world. Oh. So my mother, mummy, dearest, wanted to know what motivated your interest in wrestling. Oh man. Um, I think, I, I think it's mostly probably, probably the generation of what was on TV at the time. I Mm. think like as, as a, as a wrestling fan, what really hooked me was the generation when I was a kid, what Mm. was, um, Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels, uh, their 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 matches i'd see like uh stone cold steve austin before like before he got really popular was when i when i started following wrestling and then those guys seeing the uh seeing this the showmanship because i'm i've never been like a real sports fan Mm. and i think i think i i kind of got a little discouraged about sports based around how they they do like all everything is like math and numbers. They're like, oh, we got, oh, he's this many yards and that number. Like he's right. He's yeah. like six and two or whatever. And I'm like, what does that all mean? I'm so I don't know all the rules and I don't know all the 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 numbers and what all that stuff means. And wrestling doesn't seem to have all that. And mm. uh, I thought I could get really into it, so I was really into it as a fan, and. Uh, and I, I think what happened was um, there was a, a <clears throat> this this kind of aging me a bit, right? And you saying this next part. There was there was a um, there was an ad in the newspaper for for a a pro wrestling a pro wrestling gym like where they were where they were putting. You know, they were putting kids in the ring, like my age. I must have been like 13, 14. Mm-hmm. And, and I saw uh, kids on the, on the picture in the article that were around my age. So uh, me, me and my friend Scott, we went, we went and, uh, and, we, and we tried out. And, uh, <clears throat> and then, you know, it turns out, it, you know, it was just, a, it was just kind of a mm-hmm. kind of like a scam situation. You know somebody, somebody who just kind of built their own ring. But uh, I mean, at, at the same time, man, it was it was the attitude. Era. You know what I mean? Like it was, it was, yeah. it was a time when pro wrestling was hot. So it was like I felt like I was in the business, and the business was my favorite thing at that time. So I I stuck there for I stuck there for a year or so, and I met some some actual like actually trained like good professional wrestlers and they brought me to a real a real training center and i got trained the right way when i was when i was 15 i think and it's a long time you've been there long what's up you've been out in the game a a little time yes yes yeah i uh at december december 2023 i turned 40 so uh, the, congratulations to you. Major milestone. Thanks. thanks. This was uh, a <clears throat> so th- this era that I'm talking about was like 
like late 90s Mm-hmm. late 90s i think well, I, I jumped into the a professional wrestling ring for the first time uh when i was 14 it was the summer before ninth grade maybe the summer it was it was maybe maybe before eighth grade mm-hmm. but yeah i was so i didn't get into any like school sports or anything like that because i wanted to be a pro wrestler and that was it like I never, I never wanted to be anything else. So I mean, if if, if podcasting existed, I would have maybe chose that instead. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. Part B to her question is, how do you maintain fitness and avoid injury? Oh, pure luck, pure luck. <laughs> just you're blessed, man. Oh yes, just bless, just blessings, <laughs> blessings, blessings. No, I, I, you know, I go, I go you know to the gym i almost every day um, i i work out every day and uh i i try to stay as active as possible and uh, avoiding injuries is you know almost unavoidable you can't you can't avoid them forever i just have been super lucky that i haven't had a whole lot of humongous injuries uh okay and i think it has something to do with uh you know kind of kind of knowing how where to be and how to be there and uh it's it's kind of like you know with i think i i stole this line from al snow he says uh experience is the very best teacher so uh, you know you can learn a bunch of stuff but you know if if you're learning it in a book it's not the same as actually experiencing it and actually doing it so if you have a ton of experience in something, you're probably uh, likely to be better at it. And I think that was, you know, what is maybe the reason why I've avoided injuries for so long. Wow. Well, that rules out Dion's question, which was he wanted to know what your worst injury was. He assumed you were injured. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, well, it, it's funny. It's funny that I really haven't had too many bad injuries i i mean i've done i've had some pretty minor things like i i broke my ribs uh that's major broke my ribs talking about i broke i don't it's not like career ending it's not like uh that's true true. it's not like my my career is over i i broke my nose a couple times i i've broke i've broken fingers i broke both my thumbs at the same time once what uh yeah yeah it was almost like i was i was having uh, a bookies a, a bookies muscle come after me and break both my thumbs oh, my Did you, have you ever seen rocky yes of course yeah and rocky came after me and broke my thumbs oh, remember, remember, in, remember in, the, in the hustler in the hustler uh paul newman's character had both his thumbs were broken right. i was devastated that's because that's one of the first films i remember watching and i was like my goodness <laughs> Yeah, it was something, and he was like, he had this cast on. I know it was, I, I know in retrospect, it's pretend, it's not real, but I felt like it was real. Right. He made it seem like it was real, and so I could only imagine what you, how do you, because you need your thumbs. It's like, how do you, you know, do stuff? Uh, <laughs> you know, I, I, it was, you know, adapt, man. That's how I how I deal with anything and everything. Yes. It's just cool. kind of adapt, adapt to whatever the situation is. I, I went to, uh, I went to a bodyguard school uh, really i'm a licensed 
to be a bodyguard. And one of the one of the the principles they had, and they had it written on the board uh, when you, when you walked in the in the room, it said Uda, and it was O O D A, right? And he said, "You just you just minima, minimalize your Uda loop, and just kind of always make your Uda loop quicker." And Uda stands for observe, orient, decide, act. Hmm. So uh, okay. he was like, "It's all about it's all about." You know, observing, orienting, deciding what you're going to do, and then doing it. So, yeah. just so now bodyguard school uh, right. is did they oh, obviously they taught you how to fight? I'm assuming. Well, that, that was part of it. I mean, it, it wasn't teaching me how to fight in bodyguard school. It was teaching me how to defend in bodyguard school. Okay. Okay. Get it. So some of your skills from the wrestling ring and whatnot would have been useful. Did you have to yeah, take anyone yeah. down? I mean, I was already I was already wrestling for uh, eighteen years or something at that point. I I I'd been in the business for a while at the at the time when I went to bodyguard school, and I haven't actually gotten too many bodyguard gigs or any like security gigs. I mean, like. Sure, I'm like a bouncer at a bar and stuff, but it's not it's not the same. <laughs> not the same. A personal bodyguard right. for like somebody. Right. I, I could do what's called executive protection. But okay. I, I'm not currently doing any of it. What's that? Executive protection is a fancy word of a fancy phrase for bodyguard. Okay. Okay. Right. Well, learn something new every day. All right. The last question is from Sean, and he asks, is there a difference in between, or is it in the mindset between entertainment wrestling versus competitive or MMA, MMA style wrestling? Oh, yeah. L let me let me ask you this. Mm. Is that Sean spelled S-E-A-N-S-H-A-W-N? S-H-A-W-N. All right. All right, Sean S H A W N. The the difference in the mindset is, uh, and you know the competition. The competition is way different in 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 professional wrestling, of course, than it is in in MMA because it's a show, man. We're not trying to win. We're just trying to be, you know, to stand out in the show more, and that's where the competition kind of is. In MMA, the the competition is you're you're trying to win, you know the the that's not really the case in professional wrestling. Professional wrestling is we're putting on the best show together, and uh, we're trying to be the best uh, showman and get the best spot on the show. So I think that the competition more in in my sport is more about is more about uh, trying to get a better spot on each event trying to get like closer to the main event trying to sell the most merchandise trying to uh get like fans to line up at the door uh, to be to show that they're interested in what i'm trying to do like what storyline i'm trying to do what gimmick i'm trying to sell so uh in mma it's like they're they they also they also train for six months for one fight like and they right. they 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 will have a fight you know 
six months to a year, they'll they'll train for one fight. Uh, pro wrestlers will will do our thing every single day of the week. So that's like one of the oh one of the goodness. most major things. Yeah, so that's and, a lot of put to put your body through. You said, yeah, "Wow, it it is a lot." I mean, it's it's not. I I, I say pretty often um, when it comes to when it comes to any any sport, right? Like you could you could go you could go to your school that you go to and um, and become a baseball player or a football player or be on the track team or be on this team or that team in school. Mm. Or if you go to any strip mall, there's a, there's a, a, a martial arts gym uh, anywhere. But uh, when was the last time you saw the pro wrestling school? Right? Like I, I you don't see them. You don't see them very often. So oh. to be a part of that, you have to really truly seek it out and, and anybody who seeks it out and continues doing it has got to be a really tough person. So I can uh, imagine so. I I normally say to anybody who who uh, continues this training. So like when I when I when I go and try to try to do seminars or anything at schools, I'll always say like, you know, have have the purpose in your mind that like you deserve to be here. Like you absolutely deserve to be here. You, you really put the effort forward to, to become this thing. You did that because you must have believed that you truly deserved to do it. So do it, do everything you do serving the purpose that like, yeah, I absolutely belong here. Like I seek this place out. Like nobody, nobody just, you know, gave me being a professional wrestling fan or like, like real, I mean, it's 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 tougher these days because WWE does offer people contracts and pays them to be trained, but they're they're a, a huge a huge corporation, and that's very very rare that that happens. Okay. Wow. So you have to climb up the ranks, so to speak. Sure. I mean that's part of it. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's yeah. that's certainly your dues. A, I was the, paying dues never ends. I would say I've been paying dues since 1998 and I Ouch. don't, I don't think I'll ever stop. I don't, I don't know for sure. Like, you know, it, it, and it comes to the point where you have to, you know, go, go to shows and set up chairs and build the ring and stuff with the, with the crew. I, I for sure have been doing that since I was a kid and I, I don't do it as as much anymore but if the if i'm asked to or if like i see that they need some help i'll jump in and help because right. it, it's it's a team effort you know it's really we're all going to do better if if we all do better together yeah this uh seems like it's pretty tough and you mentioned oh it's for entertainment right. and i'm thinking about the broken ribs and i'm thinking okay this this is a conundrum i'm trying to figure out Right. Uh, it's entertainment and you're actually your body's because you the know, risks the risks are yes. way more real than the respect that the business gets for sure because okay. you know like you were just talking about you were just talking about um about uh what was the hustler the guy the guy oh the hustler yeah and the guy and, had and the hustler, broken yeah. thumbs and it was mm -hmm. it wasn't real right 
but you were like, oh, yeah. it made me feel it. Uh, yes. That's kind of that's kind of what what wrestling is. It's not like it's not the risks aren't real. The risks are absolutely real, and the sacrifices are absolutely real. Like I, when anyone says to me about uh, wrestling being fake and blowing it off because they think it's fake, and I'm like, you know, uh, tell that to me the next time I get a concussion. Tell that to me the next time I try to eat a big sandwich and can't because my jaw's too messed up from being punched in my face for the last decade or two. You know, uh, it's 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 so it's so much more real than than people want to give it credit for because it's it's something they can't understand. And mm-hmm. like when anyone says anything to me about wrestling or or anything, and and they they approach it in some sort of disrespectful way of like, uh, oh, it's it's fake and it doesn't matter. And then I'll also then I'll also be like, oh, that's fake blood. <laughs> that's what they right, would say right I'll, and i'll also be like hey uh the, if if it's not for you um that's fine but like don't judge it in a way where you're like diminishing it because what the hell are you doing with your life probably probably not living your your best life or your dream life what you always wanted to be this is something i always wanted it to be this is something i always wanted to do i always wanted to 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 be somebody in the pro wrestling business and, and, and your, your hate's not going to stop that. Right. Yeah. But you have more fans than haters. I think. I hope so. <laughs> yes. You, you have a fan in me and my listeners. I'm, I'm guaranteeing they're going to love it. So that is wow. And the leagues, the leagues always confused me a bit. So mm-hmm. can you break down the leagues? Because it's like, the um, Hulkamaniacs, and then it's this, and, and so I'm trying to figure out who <laughs> well, goes where. <laughs> well, the like the major wrestling companies that exist, right? Th- those are what would be considered the the major leagues. Would be WWE okay. and uh, and AEW. I would say maybe maybe TNA is in that, and like some some of the ones that have like. TV and kind of have contracts for their talent. I work in like a, a way more independent than that. Like not really on TV. You could just, uh, you could subscribe on YouTube to DCW Dyn- or Dynamite Championship Wrestling. It's uh, It would be DCWOverdriveTV.com or it would be on YouTube at DCWOverdriveTV. Uh, that would be that's my main my main league that I'm in is DCW, uh, but you know like when you were talking when we were talking about uh, the like performing in the Bahamas and you were mentioning people who are in WCW, that's a league that got you know that got bought up by that was WCW that I mentioned. I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> I just knew the guys came in. and We had a good time. I, I have no idea who was doing what or I, where they were. <laughs> I mean, it sounded like it was WCW with the talent that you mentioned. Yes, uh, like like Rick Rude and the Rock and Roll Express and uh, Telly Sullivan, I think his name was Kevin Sullivan. Uh, Kevin Sullivan. Kevin Sullivan. Telly uh, Telly something. Oh my goodness, he used to do this move where he used to spin around. Yeah, uh, Telly 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 Blanchard. Now. That would have been. Yeah, yeah, could be Telly Blanchard, and it was the the ones with the 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 fists of of stone. The Garvin, something Garvin. I remember these guys. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I had we had our favorites, and you can remember those ones like the Rude Warriors or 
or something like that. And my grandmother loved uh, Dusty Roads. That was her favorite. Right. That, uh, when the, the Dusty Roads match came on, you knew you were going to see blood. <laughs> it's like, oh my goodness. Well, you see his forehead, how how oh, yeah. chewed up it was. Yeah, but then I, I heard someone say, oh, they got like razors and, 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 and they were doing that to themselves so they can just, just sensationalize what they're doing. Right, right. And, well, I mean, know, so people have, yeah. That's part of the, that's part of the art, you know, that's part of the, the work of it mm. is the okay. is the is the razor blades and the real blood like it's actual it's actually oh my real. god the real razor blades yes are you kidding me yes that's part of that's part of the that's part of the sacrifice of it you know what i mean that's it's part dangerous. of the the pain your dues it's part of the the pay and pain sort of uh approach to things wow wow yeah so i <laughs> kind of like processing this now it's yeah, it's really deep. Uh, <laughs> yeah, because you don't realize the the sacrifices. Uh, you know, watching. I remember his matches, watching them with my grandmother, and she he had this move where he would use his elbow, <laughs> and he would just hit people on the head with it. He was just so passionate about what he did, and not everyone was as passionate. But I noticed the more passionate ones were the more popular ones. Right. Um, I wasn't too much not to say anything about him but i wasn't too much a fan of the rock smelling what the rock was cooking i wasn't smelling anything <laughs> but I, you know, a lot of people around me really loved him but i just you know i guess undertaker and and, and a few others were were more my right. speed but yeah. everybody has their favorites right so that's so that's why it's so well, much fun. the then rock the, and yeah. the undertaker that that was that was if we're going back to the league talk that was wwf mm. oh that, that, that was wwf yeah, yeah. in the 90s mm -hmm. Uh, which right. which eventually became WWE when they oh, okay. when they bought up WCW and W and ECW. So when WWF bought ECW and and WCW, they became WWE, uh, and it was worldwide and World Wrestling Entertainment instead of World Wrestling Federation. I see. Yeah, well, that, that, that a lot everybody who was now. listening just tuned out. They were like, "All right, we're done. We're done listening. We don't, <laughs> we're confused." <laughs> I was talking about no, it. I, things that don't, don't don't have to be as confusing in wrestling as in other sports with all the all the numbers and stuff. But when it comes to all the all the letters and what they stand for, ugh, never mind. I'm out of here. Yeah, where was Cactus Jack? My brother loved him. Cactus Jack was everywhere. He was in. He was in WCW, ECW, and WWF. Oh, okay, that's what happened. Yeah, he's everywhere. Yes, he was a character <laughs> for sure. Yeah, <laughs> most of them were. Right? That's why they're they're memorable because they had something about their persona, like Ric Flair. He was like woo, and he had his own thing going on. Everybody has their their marquee moment, right? Right. right. And yeah, yeah, that that uh, their trademark their trademark is that's um a lot of fun so you have fun with it right it's not just yeah man, I, i'm sure I, you're there's there's non-stop fun with it i i think it if i think the the the, the main there's a there's a there's a rule in wrestling that's kind of unspoken but it's like when you stop having fun with it you have to walk away hmm. and uh i've not had I've never stopped having fun, and he, here I am, twenty one years later, still, mm. still kind of kicking. You're rocking, man. I'm telling you.
you're rocking. Yeah. And obviously, I know you, you did uh, some filmmaking and whatnot, uh-huh. but w- do you plan to do something else? Oh, man. In the future? I'm, I'm constantly planning stuff. I constantly have, uh, you know, I have myself submitted for new things all the time, trying to mm-hmm. be as dynamic of a talent as I can be as far as right. being a performer. So I love, I love acting and uh, filmmaking and I love, uh, I love watching lines that I wrote oh. uh, be spoken by an actor on a screen. I love that. Uh, so there's just, I didn't know you were into screenwriting as well. I love, it's just everything, everything creative and everything, mm-hmm. uh, you know, as far as performative wise, I, I love yeah. that. I'm a, you, you mentioned ballet earlier. Did you try ballet before? I've never tried ballet. My my oh. aunt was a ballet dancer. But, Neat. But I've not been a. Uh, I've never been into ballet. I only mentioned it earlier because I was a uh, was uh, I was quoting my friend Kirk <laughs> Fenner. <laughs> no, I'm not poking fun, you know, because it's it's a beautiful thing. It's a it's a beautiful oh, yeah, art of dance for sure. For sure. Absolutely. M- so, and I respect. Mean, kudos to those guys. Yes. Because you, I want you to stand on that one foot, on that toe, oh, I, on those toes, <laughs> with your leg up in the other I leg. To even, <laughs> the to even try it. It, it, it takes a, <laughs> it takes a level of muscles. Like there's muscles that are working to get you up on that, on those tippy toes that I've probably never used. <laughs> I can imagine, and re- so restorative. Like, if do you have any restorative uh, healing techniques, things that you do to, to just to calm yourself down, or you uh, know, to I, yeah? I wouldn't say that it's meditative. Meditative, yes. Well, I do. I do. I kind of want to. I I kind of want to answer that by saying, like, for the most part, I just am careful about what what I'm consuming. What information what uh content comes through my 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 brain you know like what goes into my eyes and mm-hmm. what what i like soak into my spirit right so awesome if i'm watching violence and i'm watching hatred and i'm watching drama and and mm-hmm. things like that and i start attracting that sort of thing more into my life and maybe i don't it's not serving me in any way so I'll, I'll restrict how often I'll, I'll uh, consume that type of thing. Like I, I've kind of, I've kind of given up on horror movies a little. I was, I'm a huge, I'm, I grew up a huge horror movie fan. I love Same. horror stuff, <laughs> but I, I've kind of, I've kind of faded away from watching as much of it mm-hmm. because I don't want to yeah. welcome that sort of nasty energy into my life. Precisely. And uh, yeah, that's wise, wise move there. I had to do the same thing because I am also a fan of horrors. Like uh, some of them are very demonic, actually. Like, I mean, they're good movies like The Ring or the, the original The Omen. Right. And but it, 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 it changes the atmosphere around you if you'd notice when you're watching it mm-hmm. and like the ring when that girl comes out of the television you're like what the hell just happened it, it, it almost seemed like she was coming into your space <laughs> right right did you did you watch the ring yes yes and when that when that happened i was like oh, i was spooking i was like what is this happening what's happening here right because it just the music everything i was like dun, dun, and then she's coming i was like what the hell let me just turn this thing do off. you think but yeah do you think mm-hmm. if, if you talk about the ring and you're 
and uh, and like your your audience if they're younger they're like mm-hmm. what what is that it's a movie where oh. people would watch a vhs tape and then your audience is like a vhs tape what's that <laughs> Yeah, that's true. A lot of people like what you give it to them. They're flipping it over and over in their hands. Like, what am I supposed to do with this? <laughs> Even a cassette tape. Uh, well, DVDs are still somewhere in between, but you know, you can spin it around or whatever. Yeah, but they like even with video games. I don't think many video games have discs anymore. Right. Yeah. So everything's changing. You see that? You notice that? Yeah. It's, Things. Are, yeah. I was thinking about it last night, and I was like. You know, like the do you, are you uh, familiar with the Mandela effect? The Mandela effect. I've heard it. it I've heard it, of it. It has something to do with. Um, so the the idea is they they believe that that um, that we've crossed over into an alternate universe, like an alternate mm-hmm. reality, where mm-hmm. um, where. You know, like certain things, like the the Berenstein Bears, are now consider now spelled Berenstain Bears, S T A I N, which they weren't right. spelled that way right. before. And anyone who remembers them spelled Berenstein Bears is uh is maybe left over from the old universe, right? So like some of the some of the realities that we like master remember. Are different than what the actual thing is because, like, there there's been a there's been a crossover into an alternate reality. Um, so there's a few other examples. One one being like um, the the car in Legally Blonde. People mm-hmm. remember it as being pink, and it isn't pink when people watch the movie back. Uh, there, mm. There's a couple. If you if you dive into the Mandela effect. Um, you, you'll you'll kind of you'll kind of see where I'm coming from. Yeah, thinking, yeah. I, the more I'm thinking about it, the more I'm thinking like maybe, maybe what we're really in, mm-hmm. maybe what we're really in is an afterlife. What if this is what if this is heaven to somebody? Like it's this. Like what if what if you actually died and this is your afterlife? What if this is purgatory? What if this is the the life before afterlife? Maybe, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's another. I mean, the the truth is, we will find out. We know that. I mean, everybody has their own beliefs and their belief systems and whatnot. But there had to be a creator, <laughs> right? I, I that's there had to be a supreme being, right? Who it, created. It, Right. All of this. This isn't. I know they say it's by chance. It's just my my singles and dabas. I mean, people have their differing opinions, but yeah, there it is. But I think that's awesome. Yeah. I. I yeah. And I, I'm glad that you're taking care of your mental health. I was really concerned about that because I know, uh, like the sports. Not that that's a sport. I want to minimize it to a sport. But I'm just saying this. A lot of physical activity that requires a lot of athletic athleticism oh i consider i consider it a sport i i call it a sport. okay okay call it a sport and and so there's a certain energy that needs to be exerted right we, we are we are sport. athletes we are combat sport athletes yes like, uh, that's what I, I i how i reference professional wrestling and professional wrestlers on a mm-hmm. daily basis 
Yes. And so uh, there's a certain level of energy and mental fortitude that's required, right? right. Yeah. And, the, and so I'm thinking about exhaustion that has right. to into And it. there has to be, there's a yin and a yang. There's, okay, well, there's another side. So I was kind of not concerned, but I was just curious about how you came down from all of that and kind of relaxed your mind. And, and then I think the podcasting is one of the things you say you enjoy. Mm-hmm. And it seems like you seem quite at ease when you're doing it and you're really enjoying yourself and you're really chill. So that's I'm, great. I'm glad I'm glad that vibe comes across. Oh, it does. Totally comes across. Yeah, that's that's important. So any advice for any prospective persons listening, interested in, in wrestling, wanting to try, uh, feeling like, okay, well, maybe I'm too short or I just don't have the body type for it, but I, I'm really interested or something of that nature because everybody has their own um, issues that they're dealing with or challenges um with pursuing anything uh there's always going to be voices telling you that you're to this or you're to that and you can't but you've 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 kind of persisted through those voices to be anything so persist through any of those voices uh to to pursue whatever it is that you'd like to pursue uh, regardless of uh, if you're too short or you're too fat or you're too old or whatever. And any of those things, any of those things are, you know, very, they, they can, they can be marketable. Any of that stuff, mm-hmm. any of that can be fuel. Any of that can be like a motivator. Like imagine, imagine that, you know, somebody, somebody who, who sees you doing it, who was thinking that they were maybe too small to do it, are now inspired to do it. And then that person becomes a wrestler and then becomes like main event of WrestleMania and the the biggest wrestler that ever lived. So like you, you got to also pay attention to maybe who's paying attention to you. Mm-hmm. True. Being inspired by you. So Very true. Uh, stay inspired and then you'll inspire others. That's awesome. And before we wrap up, where can folks find you? Uh, I, I can be found on uh, Instagram or on, or on YouTube or on Facebook, any of those places. It's Corey Castle. It's at Corey Castle, all one word, C O R Y K A S T L E. And uh, man, if you're if you're ever going through anything, if you feel like you don't have anybody to talk to, some judgment-free conversation, reach out to me. I'm not I'm not a difficult person to get in touch with. My DMs are wide open, so I'll I'll certainly respond to anything anyone ever says to me. And that is rare. You're rare. You know that. You're a gem. <laughs> I appreciate it. Thanks so yeah, much. Sure, you knew that. And uh, what? else is on the agenda i saw that there was like a an advertisement for some tag team with the sparks what's that all about so uh january 20th i'll be uh live from mary dell delaware at the at the fire hall it's gonna be uh i get i guess they're doing for uh, dcw they're doing a they're calling the show is called fast fate and it's Mm -hmm. like the fans get to choose who the opponents are so they get like give, they're given like a multiple choice. So I'll either be wrestling 
me, me and Ryan, uh, my, my tag partner in the spark, we're going to either be wrestling one team or we're going to be wrestling the other team. So the fans get to decide that day. So it's kind of, it's kind of going to be on them. So, uh, if you're, if you're a wrestling fan and you're in the, the, uh, Philadelphia, New Jersey, Delaware area, you want to, want to come out and, and decide which team I get to beat up, uh, <laughs> come on out. <laughs> oh, that sounds like fun. DCWProWrestling.com for tickets and information. And I'll have more information in the show notes, of course. Yes, sir. Yes. And so this has been great. Uh, thank you so much for stopping by. I uh, really appreciate it. Thanks. We appreciate it. And maybe another time. And next time we'll have video so you can show your biceps. Yeah. Okay. There sure. Yes. All that. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, I got right. to have you on my show too. So we got to, okay. we got to, we got to organize that uh, date and time as yeah. well. This is a new year and new stuff. So let's do it. All, all new things. All right. Okay, Corey. Thanks for having me. All the best. Me. Uh, I, you rock. I, one, one last thing I just always love to say. Uh, I say it at the end of every podcast that I do, regardless of uh, what show it is. I always say, if you've listened this far, if you've gotten to this point, I want to make sure I tell you how much I appreciate the currency of your effort. Because like you, you had to seek this out. Like it, This didn't just come on and you listened. And like, it was just, you didn't turn the, the computer on or turn your phone on. And this was the first thing that was on. So you just kept it on. You seek this out. So that, that effort to me is more valuable than any money for sure. So the, the time and effort, uh, as far as a, a, a currency that's so super valued in, in my opinion, I just want to, I just want to say thanks for thanks for paying it to me if you want to if you want to uh take it a little step further and just interact interact with anything like uh like comment subscribe anything i'm doing anything uh at, on, on pt anything he's doing you got come on like she just, she geez, i'm so sorry, sorry. <laughs> come on dude sorry sorry sorry, sorry. Uh, okay i apologize but okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, uh, I not, did not mean to, uh, to offend. No worries. <laughs> uh, but any, any, just support, support us. You know, support, support people. Support people who are putting out content that you feel like you can resonate with. You know, if 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 this is valuable to you in some way. You know, pay pay it back a little bit more with just a little bit of call to action, meaning just the 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 minimal stuff that you can do, and 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 whatever lessons you get from anything that we're doing, uh, start start applying that stuff. If if you if you wanna if you wanna follow me and you wanna uh, do the things that I do, uh, try try to try to you know apply any of that stuff and if it applies apply it is what i always say that's awesome all right Corey. well that's a wrap all right well I, this has been great i i'm so i'm so grateful 
thank thank you for thank you for doing this with me and i i i thank I, you for i truly being i truly I, I truly hope with your cold and everything you i truly hope that you have great success with this and i i i feel like i feel like you, you will for sure find the niche you know yeah. you will for sure find ways to you know you will for sure find an audience that's gonna it's gonna it's gonna come and find you and you're gonna have great success and thank you appreciate I, that very much and i appreciate you, you i want you to come on my podcast i want i want yeah. us to hang more i want us to be friends so i'm excited yes, yes, about yes. what the next steps are and absolutely yes i'm there okay all right uh, okay let's, let's get to journaling mano y mano man come on <laughs> <laughs> well I, right. it was cool it was cool to learn about uh, the 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 bohemian bohemian uh, wrestling and stuff like that it's it's every you can find value and you can find nuggets of knowledge in every little thing so i'm something i'm taking away from this is really really cool awesome all right okay i have a great night be fun Later. have safe keep it vibing <laughs>